This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the deep dive for truth team will be wearing their COVID masks to ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the deep dive for truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Remember, they're watching. This is all fiction. Going through some great things in my life. I'm happy, positive. Family's doing well. If anybody is worried about me, they shouldn't be. I really don't think anybody believes I'm a threat. What we have here is a couple of things. Now, some of this stuff goes into biblical predictions, and we need to just hear it out and see what it has to say about it. Only because what's happening now is uh, either happening due to a playbook that's been written, or uh, it's divine. So you, you all need to hear this. Lord Jesus, protect me and protect everybody who listens to this. And for all those that believe in whatever, whoever great being you believe in, May they look after you too. Because again, my God gave everybody free will. So everybody believes what they wish. As long as there's not hatred towards your fellow human being and there's love for your fellow human being, then I don't foresee a problem with uh, what you believe. So as soon as you want to hate and kill somebody of your own species for any other reason, um, then obviously you're not part of our species. You're not part of the family. And you either need to be helped, saved, what we are starting off here is uh, with Klaus Schwab in 2017 talking about some of this stuff. Now, this is all leading up to this silent weapons for a quiet war. And I'm trying to let you all know how they're going to do it, what they're doing. And they don't want you to know that you're at war. They want to keep you oblivious. Are you oblivious? Are you going to use your intellect? Are you going to actually reason? Are you going to actually follow the deep dive for truth team and connect the dots? Because once we get through with this position that we're in now, the silent weapons for quiet war takes a deep, dark turn. And you need to all know where we're heading. But for right now, let's wrap this up in this uh, where we're at now. This is Klaus Schwab in 2017. It's John F. Kennedy School of Government is where he's speaking, giving out a, a speech, probably getting paid huge money. So again, this goes over some things that are biblical and it comes out of the Bible. I want you to use your reasoning. I want you to use your intellect, critical thinking, and just maybe figure out what's happening here. Like I said, it's either a playbook being played out or it's divine for us to all see. Now names like Jesus Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. What we are very proud of now, as a young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Brazil, of uh, Argentina and so on, is that we penetrate the cabinet. And the title of this session, are we ready for a new 
world order. I think you need a, a new world order that George Soros. China has to be part of the process of creating it. And they have to buy in. They have to own it the same way as, let's say, the United States owns the Washington consensus, the current order. In times of crisis, the role of governments is more important and more relevant than ever. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, the world. It occurs every three or four generations. But the, the, the system we have now has actually broken down, only we haven't uh, quite recognized it. And so you need to create a new one. And this is the time uh, to do it. And to look into constructive ways we can build our common future. Our futures are intrinsically connected to one another as the profound challenges to mankind, such as climate change, are globally interconnected and require collaborative responses. And now is the time when things are shifting. Joe Biden. There's going to be a new world order out there. And we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. Arise, the new world religion. The spirit of the false prophet is here. But I want to start with the scripture. And uh, we're looking, of course, at Revelation 13. And uh, I'm looking at the, the second beast, not the Antichrist. I'm looking today at the second beast, who I think is very much underrated, but less discussed uh, sharing this chapter with the Antichrist is extremely important. And I think we often miss it from verses 11 to 18, just to get the concept. And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon and he ex exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had the power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth, this is the false prophet here, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Now, I never really thought about that. The fact that the first beast comes, yes, he appears on the scene, and he's the one we often talk about all the time. But um, I wanted to bring out this point about the false prophet. There are two of them that are turning up, because it's the beast, isn't it? The Antichrist, the false prophet, and of course the dragon, which is Satan, which of course make up a false trinity, a counter trinity. And um, note verse 12, 
and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast. He has no power of his own. He's rather like a vice president. You know, the, the, the president delegates his powers, possibly for a time. You know, it's truly that when the, the president isn't in the, in the White House, the vice president takes over. And in a sense, I, I see the false prophet a little bit like that. He seems to be um, the Antichrist's court magician, the one that will exercise the powers, exercise the, the miracles, the lying wonders. And he goes on and he says here in verse 12, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He's the one that causes the people to worship. He's the deceiver. He's the one, not the Antichrist. He's the one that, that is the one that will be ultimately worshipped, that Satan will obviously be the one worshipped through the Antichrist. And so he's exercising this power like a vice president. He's the one who whispers in the ear of the Antichrist, isn't he? Verse 14 makes it quite clear here that he does this in the presence of the Antichrist. Note this, he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, in the sight of the beast. Take note of those words. We often don't note them, do we? He's the one who will be the court magician in front of the Antichrist. Here's my miracle worker here, the Antichrist will say. Look at what he can do. Look at the fire he can bring down from heaven. Look at what powers he has. Because he won't be pointing to him because he's lording him. He'll be pointing to him because he, the Antichrist, is the one that, uh, that holds in his hand the people. And he uses the false prophet to bring these things about. He's the one who will outwork these things. So he does the miracles in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast. He doesn't point to himself. He says, you must make an image to the Antichrist because of the wonders of the fact that he had a deadly wound and was healed. Since March 2020, an army of religious spirits have been released to prepare the world for Antichrist worship. You might say, why religious? But let's define a religion for a start. A religion is a power that is superhuman and controlling. It's a superhuman controlling power. That's the belief, isn't it, that we have. If we believe, belong to a religion, we believe in a controlling power. To certain kinds of people, that controlling power has nothing to do with being superhuman. You might like to write these down. Rationalism. Rationalism really born out of the philosophers. The idea of reasoning. Very much, of course, back in the, I think it was the 17th century and late 18th century enlightenment, when men began to wake up to various ideas. And of course, it was expressed in poetry and expressed in art. With rationalism, it has that. The base of rationalism is that it has no emotion in it. It has no sense of instinct. It develops through the mind. It's basically, Opinions that are based on man's knowledge and fed to the masses. A form of rationalism, a form of ideology. There are all kinds of ideas that are rational, but they have no supernatural element to them. But yet they can become a religion. Secondly, related to it, the other ism, intellectualism. Power of the mind. Power of the mind to analyze rather than to recognize the spiritual reality. The idea of picking apart something with your mind and coming up with a certain idea, again, devoid of emotion. Usually somebody that intellectualizes has a rather dead spirit. They don't have that sense of anything that could be outside of the box. It all has to fit into neat little packages related directly to rationalism. But intellectualism has a snobbishness about it. 
it has a sense of pride about it. And looking at the false prophet, he's been at work, the spirit of the false prophet. I'm not saying necessarily only the actual man, the false prophet, but the spirit of the false prophet, as I'm alluding to the title here, is really the spirit that has been pervading the world. And as we know, many antichrists, many false prophets have gone out into the world and are now going out into the world. But intellectualism, using the power of rational thinking, intellectualism and rationalism, the power of the mind, the dead spirit, all these are, are tools that the devil has been using and putting out through false prophets. What's the false prophecy alluding, being spread about today in the world? Environmentalism. Environmentalism is a false concept of protecting the earth against what they consider or what is considered to be harmful. We know, of course, that carbon is now the new enemy. Global powers want to get rid of carbon, don't they? They want us to all not be, not be using any fossil fuels. The idea, the concept that we can destroy or get rid of the very basis of life on this planet, which is carbon, carbon-based life. And so comes the idea of uh, removing something that um, seems to be harmful. The important thing here to note is the fact that it isn't harmful. It's a lie. It's a false prophecy. You know, you, you've got this, these ladies in the American Congress who were declaring the world is going to end in 12 years and we need to do something about the environment. And you get Prince Charles standing up, last chance saloon. Oh dear, what are we going to do? The world is about to end. And they bring this hysterical spirit with them, don't they? This concept that everything is going to finish. Yes, there have been species that we've lost. Yes, land has been lost to the sea. Ice sheets have melted to some degree. But we've seen these things happen, haven't we, across the centuries? We've seen cycles of climate change, cycles of, of different things happening, ice ages, warmed, warm places. And so environmentalism becomes another form of religion. And so people are out on the streets demonstrating. Extinction rebellion, get rid of that carbon, that nasty stuff. People are starting to believe that. And the message, of course, goes out to the masses. It's always the feeding to the masses. The people that will buy a newspaper and then just glance at the headlines. Oh, yes, of course we do. We need to really get rid of carbon, don't we? Yes, it's very harmful. We don't realize that actually it's a form of suicide. Nations at the moment are trying to deplete their energy systems of fossil fuels in favor of things like wind. Nuclear power, of course, these things are useful to completely get rid of a fuel. But really, let's face it, the false prophets at work here. It's an excuse, isn't it, to bring everybody into a, into a particular paradigm, into a particular form of thinking. And of course, carbon taxes are going to be enormous. They're going to push people, aren't they, with financial penalties. But you're going to pay carbon taxes if your business uh, is uh, putting out too much carbon. Your footprint is too large. Environmentalism, another false concept put out by the Antichrist and his false prophet, the spirit of the Antichrist and, and his... The real ones are coming, yes, but aren't there many antichrists, those that are preaching this message? Ism number four, safetyism. Now, all these you can find on the internet. Safetyism, this is a new one. Designated safe spaces against hate speech, protecting the lie. Satan has to protect his lies, so he has to cut out. He has to censor, doesn't he, everything that is against his narrative. And this is the spirit now since March 2020. 
Since these religious spirits have been re released into the earth at rapid pace, safetyism. Oh, we can't have that person speaking in the university because they, they're going to go against what, what we believe. And they might just give us some ideas that we don't want. <laughs> so let's protect ourselves. This is why we're seeing the big tech platforms, aren't we? Censored. You see, safetyism. You mustn't hear that message because it might damage you. The powers of be, the powers above, the powers that be don't want you to hear it. They want you only to hear the message of their prophets, their one-stream narrative. They want to protect the lie. And of course, this is getting bigger and bigger. Um, we have to find ways around these things. And in time to come, there'll be other platforms that I'll be looking for to avoid the safetyism, scientism, only the science that they determine is truth. Follow the science. Evolution, of course, has been taught, hasn't it, in, the, in, in schools for many, many decades. Those of you who might have watched it, I don't know, these films, these Hollywood films, tend to, they, they, they tend to um, form ideas in the minds of people. And of course, now in the United States and schools, the creation story isn't taught as scientific fact. So, one man's expertise is what's listened to, isn't it? Since March 2020, we know who those experts are that come on the mainstream media. And what do they say? Follow the science. Follow the science like it's some sort of a religion, some sort of religious concept, scientism. But of course, it's the scientism that they want you to believe in, the one that they determine is their truth. We know, of course, that um, experts can be found in many, many areas. There are experts and there are experts. The false prophet and the false prophets that have come before him. Maybe the false prophet is alive today, I don't know. But he's ushering in this new religion. The new religion of rationalism, intellectualism, environmentalism, safetyism, and scientism. This is emerging. And it's, it's a conglomeration of all these things. It isn't just the one. It's the mixture of all these things together. And this is the spirit of the, of the, uh, the new world order. And we know the men that are propagating it. Governmentalism. What do I mean by that? Well, the expansion of the state's rule and uh, the whole idea that uh, power belongs in the hands of the elite, in the hands of the state. Because we're very much seeing that now, aren't we? In a situation where uh, the state is dictating to the lives of men and women, telling you how to bring up your children, telling you what must go into the minds of your children telling you what must go into the bodies of your children. Of course, those of you that live in Australia will know the, uh, the mandates and how children have been taken from families and uh, in, in many respects just given this thing without any consent from the parent. The parent's opinion doesn't matter. So governmentalism expands the power of the state in every area until we become state-dependent. Those of you that might have heard of the... Uh, the term universal basic income. All this is stemming out of governmentalism. And at the back of it, of course, is the other thing, which is known as global governance. Global governance, the idea that the whole world can come under one system. And, of course, we're beginning to see that developing, aren't we? The power of the state. And it doesn't just go into the way we live. It gets into the way we think, the ideas behind the way we think. It's becoming really, really serious because... Um, People are not thinking for themselves anymore. They're beginning to say, well, the government knows best. If you're putting your trust in men, you're really going down a sorry path because uh, all men, unfortunately, don't have the spirit of God.
and therefore they won't be able to lead you in the right pathway. They'll be able to, to only lead you in pathways that in the end pander to their own ambitions. We, we see this all the time in politics. How many times haven't governments promised in their manifestos that they're going to do this for us, they're going to do that for us? It's going to be great. And uh, when it comes to it, of course, they don't actually keep those promises. But nevertheless, we are deceived into thinking that the state is the thing that runs our lives. No consent comes from the people. And that's when we see the, the destruction of um, democracy. And we're, of course, beginning to see that across the Western world now. And uh, the way that these mandates are being imposed heartlessly, this is the power of the state working. They have the media at their side, don't they, to twist everything, make it look as though that what they're saying is what is the, the majority opinion. And, of course, the media know how to pump that out. So, governmentalism. The enemy's got one strategy, and he often couches it in different words. And uh, another one here is, um, you might not have heard of, stakeholder capitalism. Well, we all know what capitalism is, don't we? The idea concept of free enterprise, being able to um, work in the market in a situation where we have what's known as a meritocracy. That's the, the, the real purpose of capitalism, is that those that can um, work for themselves, those that can use their own initiative and gain advantages in business. The concept of capitalism, of course, goes back centuries. The concept of, of markets and the way that markets run and the way that people can earn individual livings. But Klaus Schwab, again, the uh, leader of the World Economic Forum, and I just want to say to you, if you haven't researched the World Economic Forum, please go on their website and read what their stated intentions are. And one of them is stakeholder capitalism. And it's the idea that um, everybody's involved. This is the lie. Everybody's involved in, uh, in creating a new world. The concept of ownership starts to disappear. And here, of course, we start to see the, the overlaps with the communist system, the idea of being dependent on the state. Stakeholder capitalism. It says this, you will own nothing and be happy. That is Klaus Schwab's intention. He doesn't really want you to be owning anything. But the lie that they don't tell you is that the elites, just that little small cabal of people, they're the ones that are going to be the owners, the controllers, the ones that actually control the markets. And as we've seen in the last two years, the wanton destruction, the deliberate and willful destruction of small business, that has been the, uh, at, the, at the heart of what they've been trying to create at the World Economic Forum. By destroying small business and enterprise, you get rid of that meritocracy. You get rid of the, the concept of people being able to work for themselves. And then the idea is that we're all part of a greater good. It's what's known as utilitarianism. And this greater good will be a wealth distribution process. And it will help the, uh, the third world to improve and all that kind of thing. But you will own nothing and be happy. You'll be living in a smart city. You'll have all the, all the tools and gadgets that you possibly need. And uh, you'll have the state thinking for you. And you'll have men like Klaus Schwab, who um, basically have been at the bottom of training up the, uh, the present world leadership that we have. He actually boasts about it in one of his videos. He says that uh, Justin Trudeau, even Vladimir Putin, Emmanuel Macron, he claims that these people all went through what he calls his, um, his uh, young people's training school for global governance. He openly boasts about it. There's no hiding this anymore. They're open about what they want to do, about their plans. But
but they don't really want to include you as a stakeholder. This is an elite cabal, and they've got their own plans. I call it new communism, because again, it ties up with stakeholder capitalism. Again, it's trusting the state, but this time it's all about information. What do the communists do? What is the way that they operate in order to get their people to comply? And it's the one word, isn't it, that we all know, propaganda. Propaganda works in a certain way. It doesn't want you to, to, to understand what is really happening. And so they present two things to you, misinformation and disinformation. Now, sometimes it's difficult to, to actually discern the difference between the two. But the communist states have always operated like that. If you look at the way the Soviet Union has operated, their um, newspaper that used to be called Pravda was just basically lies from start to finish. As people would read the newspapers, as they do today in the media, uh, people will pick up a headline and they will say, yes, that, that's absolutely the truth. I follow that newspaper, maybe because it has a liberal bent or it has a conservative bent. But what's happening, of course, at the moment really is that these papers are really just following the line that they're told to follow. And so in new communism, the state provides everything for you. It fills your mind with their propaganda and it also holds you financially. The state will provide your finances. Those of you that uh, maybe are, are not fortunate enough to be in a highly skilled job and that have found yourself out of work in the last couple of years and sustained by the state. And have you noticed that the state has got endless resources? They can provide and provide and provide. They can just print the money off and they can keep everything tuned up and going. Of course, there's a bill to pay at the end, but that's not what they're telling you. And so people that are on the side of this new communism, as I call it, are operating inside the system that thinks that they're, that's be, that they're being protected, that the state seems to have endless resources. And their propaganda machine, of course, will keep churning out what they want you to hear all the time. This is happening today. They, they want to, to, to get you to a place where you believe everything the government says, you trust the science, you trust their ideas, and you just roll along with it. There's no place for the truth. And in the new communism, it's slightly different. There's a merger. There's a merger going on between one particular religion and another. The tolerance level that goes beyond tolerance to the point now where we're starting to, to say, well, we can maybe start to throw aside some of these shackles. Our minds are being cultivated to think in that way. And so we live in also what's known as this post-truth era, isn't it? And it, it seems to come at us now from many sides. And we can see that um, people have their own facts. We're living in an era where truth, truth is relative. But those, of course, those of us who, who actually follow um, and walk with the Lord Jesus Christ know that that isn't the case. We know that, that we follow a Bible, a word of God that contains truth. Truth is, is either this or it's that. There's no gray areas in between. The stated goal of Klaus Schwab, he actually drops this into to many of his speeches. The idea of transhumanism, transhumanism. And uh, transhumanism, of course, connected to the technocracy and what you might call technocentrism that is now pervading our society. We're now from, from Silicon Valley, the development of the computer, the concept that um, the internet is becoming now, of course, all pervasive, isn't it? Everywhere, the transhuman stage. That smartphone isn't needed anymore, that it's all in here. This has all been downloaded to the cloud, downloaded to that great brain of computerization, completed, that 
man and computer then become one, the singularity, the mixing of iron and clay, as the scripture speaks about in Daniel. This is how Satan makes gods in his image. We're not going to be made in the image of God if we're following transhumanism. We're going to be made into Satan's image. The mixture of iron and clay, this is what they want, the ultimate connection between the two. And imagine having your brain downloaded to, to some internet server or internet memory bank or whatever it's called so that you have you're then the fount of all knowledge and of course this was seen back in genesis wasn't it we can't let man build that tower and we can't let them get to that stage because what does scripture say in genesis there'll be nothing impossible for them to to not achieve and of course this is the stated goal of the world economic forum it's the stated goal of many billionaires um, there are many thoughts about mr musk the transhuman agenda the idea of merging biology and technology and of course the technocrats this is what they're planning in their smart cities and, and their smart workplaces and of course everything becomes smart doesn't it the internet of things everything tracked everything traced everything monitored everything presented to this new god the god of the cloud not the god that's coming in the clouds but the god of the cloud and this, is, this attempt is going to be basically an attempt to merge man and machine. And of course, referring back again to this, another technocratic invention, biology mixed with technology, the transhuman agenda, the bionic man. Of course, we've seen it in the films, haven't we? Mr. Schwarzenegger and his, his bionic powers. Um, and I've spoken before about wokeness, the whole idea of social justice and the way that um, these lies are being spilt out. The idea that um, if you have a certain color skin, then you're a hater of people that have a different color skin. The dissemination of hate, the idea that, um, well, in a false concept, that um, people of this color have only been haters of people of other color, an absolute lie. And of course, it's disseminated into politics, it's disseminated everywhere. Of course, the woke movement is now spreading this concept. So I'm going to I'm going to finish off with just saying here that um, this merger of idea, this, this, this merger of thought, is all preparing itself for the coming of those two men, the false prophet and the antichrist. Wherever there's a truth, there's a lie. Wherever there's something real, there's something counterfeit. And the two are drawing very close together now. It's going to be more and more difficult to, um, to discern between the two. But there is a preparation. That preparation is, is taking place now. The spirit of Antichrist is in the world. As it says in, in John, there have been many Antichrists and there have been many false prophets. But we're beginning to see now that um, we're coming to a stage where that trinity of evil is going to rise its head. The beast, the Antichrist, the second beast, the false prophet, powered by the dragon, Satan. And they've been shaping our world, especially over the last two years. And uh, I just pray that uh, we can all be alert to what's going on, because things are changing so rapidly, so quickly. We need that discernment from the Lord more than ever. We need to walk closely with Him. Uh, that was OP Freedom. It was published May 8, 2022. It's called The Cards Are on the Table, New World Order Agenda. It pretty much goes over a lot of biblical stuff. But how it also breaks it down into common sense, how it breaks it down to literal, what's going on now. 
and how it's affecting and changing a lot of things. I can honestly say that what is about to happen, I was trying to predict way back when in my earlier episodes about when the starvation comes, when the food stops. We're already seeing it with baby formula. People are up in arms about it, especially parents of young children. They're predicting higher fuel prices. People won't be able to travel to jobs, potentially, feed their families. Food shortages are coming right behind it. If not shortages, higher prices. And the objective of setting this thing off is to cause a civil war and rioting. And if that happens, again, this is fiction. They are watching. I'm not saying it will. I'm not saying it won't. I'm just saying the possibilities that if that happens, that will give them the reason to declare martial law. And the only people that will follow the martial law are the law-abiding citizens, which means the people that are starving, people that are doing whatever it takes or willing to do whatever it takes to feed their family and themselves, will be doing things that are probably not so lawful. Then once they uh, create martial law, all elections are suspended until such time as they feel it's safe to unsuspend it and have elections again. Then they will put into place their temporary tyrannical governments. Their tests, they're testing that lockdown situation already with the COVID stuff, which I've been trying to tell you is all designed. Vaccines were designed to create issues. The virus was a bioweapon to be used against humanity, and the vaccine was used to create medical issues, either instant horrendous death or long-term effects or shorter-term effects. And that brings us to the last section of our vaccine issue. You all need to know that this is all put out there at a form, actual information here, and you probably haven't heard it anywhere else, but you'll, you'll hear it here. It only confirms what we, the Deep Dive for Truth team, has been trying to get out there. But just so you know, the last time I checked, I have zero sponsors. I haven't received a dollar from anybody. I don't know if I'm making a difference. I don't know if the team wants to continue putting out the news, but I'm going to. So this is the last warning shot about vaccines, and then I'm going to go into what's coming after the vaccines have taken hold. Disease and, and illnesses that are coming. Now let's listen to confirmations. Remember, this is fiction. They are watching. I do not know how much longer I'm going to be able to keep putting things out, but uh, follow us down the down the path because there's a little bit of intel coming out as to what's happening. Remember now, the good guys are at work. The guys in the white hats are at work. They're trying to fight back. People like ourselves, the Deep Dive for Truth team, are looking for support. I'd like to stand up for the human species. I'd like to stand up for my fellow man and my family of human beings. I would like to find a way to house the homeless I'd like to find a way to feed the starving. I would like to find a way for us to all come together and have a voice and fight for you. I'll keep going until they shut me down. Here is the proof of what's going on with the vaccines. One question for me. Where does any synthetic molecule serve the living? Uh, they don't. Right. <laughs> I mean, none. Uh, and am I right in suggesting that a medicine, by definition is something which contains synthetic molecules, something that, that is registered, patented, and put into the market as a medicine. Absolutely. Proper. Right. So what I'm learning from you, Dr. Young, is that a quadrillion-dollar 
enterprise um, is at work amongst us, decimating, culling the human family. Intentionally. Intentionally, using synthetic molecules, which by design are, are cancer, AIDS, all of the it's, bogeymen uh, for the, we could dream up. Yeah, it's for the purpose of sterilization and, and population control. There's too many people on the planet we need to get rid of, in the words of Bill Gates, at least three billion people need to die. So we'll just start off in Africa. We'll start doing our research there, and we'll eliminate, eliminate most, most of the Africans because they're deplorable. They're worthless. They're not part of this world economy. So they have their rights taken away, and they're suppressed, and they're experimented. And the multilateral agencies and the health and regulatory so-called authorities and agencies appear in the main to have become weaponized and appear, I again use the word appear advisedly, uh, we're not casting judgments here, we're taking depositions, listening to expert testimonies, um, appear to be weaponized and appear to be uh, working in collusion uh, against the living men and women of the soil. Is yeah. that a fair statement? It is. It's it's not it's not uh, a ba it's not a bacterial war. It's a systemic poisoning war, and they're using chemical warfare against all of us. Have you, in your in your in your years, defined um, anything close to the atom seed of who and what they are? We know about the agencies, we understand the acronyms, but have you come close at all to identifying who and what they are? I haven't met these Luciferian people, wherever they may be. They hide because they fear the light of which I represent. Thank you, Dr. Dr. Young, uh, Chief Justice, and His Grace. Both, I knew that would incite his grace. Uh, Chief Justice, please. Now, this is not, not a question. You said that uh, you'd heard that there was basically a plan to eliminate a third of the population. The colleague, uh, the population of the world, and the, the, Africa was the main target because the people there are worthless. Uh, I just want to say that a colleague of mine and I make it clear when I say a colleague, someone I know professionally uh, who is very highly placed, he's not a friend, he's just someone I know who went to the conference at Davos just recently uh, and the people who go to Davos are the architects and controllers of money and the politics of the world and he came back and he said to me that it is a definite systematic plan because they have worked out they need to get rid of at least a third of the people on the earth. And I said to him, does that include me? And he said, no, it doesn't include you uh, because you're of European stock. You're one of us. Yeah, well, this, one this of is, these are not my words. These are Bill Gates' words. Yes. Just, just uh, 
Google Bill Gates and depopulization and sterilization. You'll, you'll hear out of his own mouth the plan. And then if, if that's not enough for you, then listen to uh, uh, Henry Kissinger in his words, where he talks about how this is a win-win situation. And the mandation and mandating vaccines is part of the plan for depopulation. Okay, that is the ITNJ, Judicial Commission of Inquiry into Weaponization of the Biosphere. They are doing an investigation on what's happening here throughout the world. So it's going to a world court to be investigated. But what's, what's really crazy is that one of the justices on the court said that exactly what was happening with Bill Gates in Africa in 2015. And I understand now how the African people, my family, my brothers, why they don't trust the vaccines. After what happened in America with the Tuskegee uh, inoculations with syphilis, which is a proven fact. Remember, this is fiction. They are watching. I understand what's going on here. But what's crazy is, okay, so what that man said was, the guy said, you're of European descent. Not that he's actually part of their party or part of their system, but they're trying to pretty much have the elites of European descent. And maybe the elites of different other nationalities or cultures it's a small group, and for the first three billion, sure, certain people are not targeted. But the strange thing out of this this whole thing is that they're putting stuff in us that one can track us, two it attacks certain organs and certain people, and three, no matter what, it's carcinogenic. You know, I know everything's kind of carcinogenic, but when you're in, injecting and continually injecting and booster this, booster that, basically, uh, we're uh, volunteering to allow them to make us sick. If you remember the last episode, the Agenda 30 is being accelerated between world governments and the WHO, World Health Organization. And as a matter of fact, America's now and 119 other countries are going to be voting on whether or not to allow the WHO extreme overlaw of safety and health of all these countries. It's coming. And I imagine that if you don't wish to fall into their trap, then they will probably say that you're a safety issue and try to turn all the the sheep and the blind people against you. And then those people will be like, well, they didn't care about anybody else but themselves. That's why they didn't do what we are all doing. So they were the unsafe, so they deserve what they get. Even though what they don't realize is, is that they're putting a gun to their own hits. Most of you people up the chain, most of you people that are in the higher-ups, you aren't going to make it either, you and your families. They were originally planning on taking out $3 billion, so out of 7 plus billion, so that brings us down to $4 billion. By 2030, with the accelerated version, they want 95%, so that leaves them right about 10% would be 700 so 350 to $500 million, which is the number on the Georgia Guidestones. So it's all coming together. Do the math. Follow, follow the Deep Dive for Truth team. More importantly, spread the word. Tell them whether they like like us or not. They're going to hear something new. And again, I'm re- just putting out to you people what's already out there. And if you followed from the beginning, from the aliens, underground bases, strange sounds of the earth, yeah, if you if you wish us to you know continue, then uh, spread the word. I love the fact that right now we are in... 91 countries are listening to us. Yeah, it's fantastic. Let's see, in the United States alone, all I know it's all 50 states. Yeah, believe it or not, our biggest uh, listening audiences are in Texas and California. 
because I know that, you know, those numbers are higher. They got a lot more populations and stuff like that. People moving to Texas, people moving out of California. But the numbers are there. Where the numbers are, you're going you're gonna to see more um, people listening. But yeah, what's great is there's, there's pockets of truth ambassadors uh, hopefully letting people know. I just hope you guys uh, keep pushing it and, and, and go back and track everything. Start from the very beginning. Go back and listen to it. I know in the beginning my my podcast isn't the greatest. I, I got the guys helping me the best they can. In the beginning it wasn't so clean cut and we were also using different types of platforms. But, you know, you got to listen to the messages. you got to listen to the dots and the connections and the signals. Again, it's just fiction. You're hearing things that you will not hear on the mainstream media. You guys got to know the truth. I want you to hear the truth. After this, once I once I give you know the final end games episodes, it'll probably be too close to the to the point in time. And God bless you all. God, family, country. If you believe in those things, you're part of my family. Everything I've put out here has been to help the human species. Looking for ways to get the word out and try to help people along the way someday my dream might come true someday we'll be able to house the homeless we'll be able to feed the hungry we'll be able to educate all and push forward as a species knowing that we can we don't need to reduce anything these people are self-centered if anything they're just trying to keep everything for themselves so remember klaus schwab's words you will own nothing and be happy about it think about that I don't think so. I think what he's thinking, what he's really thinking is getting us to stay focused on trying to own or trying to work or trying to do whatever and survive and focus and head down, head down, and we won't see what's coming. A lot of people already all over the place are having medical issues, and it's just a matter of time. So the Deep Dive for Truth team has done a great job in helping me keep this thing going. Thanks to Anchor by Spotify. Gotta give Spotify credit. So eventually, I think somebody will hear me that will care enough to support the human species in any way they can. And that's what we need is we need everybody in the upper levels to come out and help help the species. But I care. And I'm trying for you all. I love people. Uh, yeah, that being said, until the next time, peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities will propose. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, 
and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.